Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freaking good agent, really. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? It's been so long that I don't even know which knobs to push anymore. Hey everybody, welcome to Overtime. We are back uh, after the break. And I hope all of you had a great Christmas and a Happy New Year. And you're surviving the uh, momentary cold we have in the mornings uh, before it warms up. I'm doing good. I've, uh, we've got an EAC basketball game in already on the break. We've got uh, we've got one tonight. We'll talk about that. A little bit of a local uh, flavor to that one tonight that we'll talk about. The PowerPoint rankings are out for high school basketball, and everyone's up in arms. We'll talk about that a little bit as well coming up. We'll start with girls' basketball action from last night. Um, girls' basketball scores, it feels to me like in high school girls' basketball, it's the haves and the haves-nots once the conference season starts. Um, there's some really outrageous scores to me. And I don't – I mean, I know why, but it is – it's got to be tough to be that team on the other end. Like uh, we're not used to that here in the Gila Valley. Most of the teams here, boys and girls, are uh, win more than they lose. And to be on that the end of of scores on a year in year out basis that are just outrageous. I don't know some of the scores last night. These are, this is three A girls basketball. ALA Queen Creek beat Ben Franklin forty three to fourteen. Valley Christian beat Borgade Catholic fifty four twenty six. Florence blew out Coolidge 69 to 19. Fountain Hills beat Santan Foothills 46 to 23. Northwest Christian over Kingman 49-34. Uh, Pueblo beat Catalina 55 to 18. Kingman Academy beat River Valley 22 to 19. That's in 32 minutes. Gilbert Christian beat Scottsdale Christian 53-50. See, there's a close game. Uh, Sholo beat Pima last night, 33-28. I talked to Roy Corona last night after the game. He said, we just never got going offensively. And he said, luckily, our defense keeps us in the game. But last night, offensively, we just couldn't get anything going. So uh, that is Pima's first PowerPoint loss. And they, they took a tumble in the rankings. We'll talk about that later with that one loss. Chino Valley beat Wickenburg 37-32. Payson over Coronado 59-41. Ganado beat Monument Valley 65-57. Page beat Chin Lee 50-41. And Sabino blew, Sabino blew out Cienega 59-34. Two-way girls basketball last night. St. David beat Benson 48-37. Bisbee over Tombstone 58-21. Globe beat San Carlos 66-58. If that is indeed the score, I've tried to verify it. Every place I've looked said that is the correct score. If Globe beats San Carlos, that is one of the biggest upsets already this year. 
Uh, San Carlos was number one in the 2A, just cruising. They got beat 66-58 last night by Globe, but stayed number one. I'll tell you how in a little bit. Um, Thatcher squeaked by Marinci last night, 50-45. to They needed a 13-4 to fourth quarter run to win that game last night, Thatcher did. North Point Prep beat Basis Phoenix 51-29. Valley Lutheran over Northland Prep 66-10. Salmon Well beat Miami 48-16. Desert Christian over San Miguel 49-17. San Pasquale beat Antelope 67-39. Like, here's one. St. Augustine beat Santa Rita 28-7. Seven points in 32 minutes. That is rough. Uh, Glendale Prep over Scottsdale Prep 38-21. St. John Paul II beat Heritage Academy of Levine 82-16. Leading Edge Gilbert beat Tempe Prep 63-17. Alchese over Valley Sanders 60-52. Arizona Lutheran beat Gilbert Classical 49-17. Hopi beat Gray Hills Academy 47-30. Phoenix Christian beat Chandler Prep 44-18. We'll be talking about Phoenix Christian a little bit later in the infamous body check. Uh, St. John's over Round Valley 40 to 30 in that 1a girls basketball from last night mojave accelerated beat north valley christian 55 to 31 duncan over nfl yet 35 to 17 salome over phoenix day school for the deaf 42 to 13 st david we already talked about that one fort thomas blew out superior 68 to 11 valley union beat immaculate heart 34 to 18 Muggion over Joe City, 57-27. Monument Valley, Utah beat Red Valley Cove, 44-21. Williams over Grand Canyon, 56-49 in games played last night. On to the boys' side of things. Scores from yesterday, starting at the 1A boys. Baba Kiever beat Hayden, 81-41. North Valley Christian beat Mojave Accelerated, 64-47. Duncan beat NFL Yet, 57-51. Salome over PDSD, 52-22. Basis Flagstaff beat Mayer, 43-29. Fort Thomas blew out Superior, 81-56. Those Fort Thomas Apaches, they are rolling. They finished second at the EAC Holiday Tournament. Then they went up to the White Mountain Classic in uh, Pine Top, Blue Ridge, Lakeside, somewhere up there. And they finished third. They beat a lot of big schools up there. And they're just a 1A school. They're going to be around uh, deep into the 1A playoffs, I believe. Immaculate Heart beat Valley Union 34-33. Muggion beat Joe City 75-69. And Williams beat Grand Canyon 65-49. Two A boys scores from last night. Bisbee over Tombstone, 74-18. San Carlos beat Globe, 81-37. Thatcher blew out Marinci, 62-39. Basis Phoenix over North Point Prep, 55-40. Miami beat San Manuel, 64-35. Desert Christian beat San Miguel, 57-43. St. Augustine beat Santa Rita, 67-49. Scottsdale Christian got a three-point win over Gilbert Christian, 67-64. And a rough trip to Sholo for Pima as the Pima boys fell for the first time in a in a PowerPoint matchup, 40-36 to to the Sholo Cougars. St. John Paul II beat Heritage Academy at Levine, 62-46. Gilbert Classical beat Arizona Lutheran, 43-38. Hopi over Gray Hills, 55-32. Chandler Prep beat Phoenix Christian, 53-30. And St. John's blew out Round Valley, 42-24. In that one, 3A scores. I do not believe that Safford played last night. Uh, no, they did not. So, no local 3A boys score other than Sholo beating Pima last night 
in that matchup. So that means the rankings changed. So the first rankings came out yesterday. They're already gone. So the new rankings, we'll start with the boys, or excuse me, the girls' rankings at the 3A level. Number one is American Leadership Academy Gilbert North at 9-0. Florence is number two. Page is number three. Gilbert Christian is number four. Tuba City, five. Tanka Verde, six. Ganado, seven. Sabino, eight. Snowflake, nine. And ALA Queen Creek is 10. That is a 3A girls' rankings. And Safford is 26th at one and three. They're just out. you got to be in the top 24 to meet the play-in. And Safford is just out. They're just one and three in PowerPoint games, but their strength of schedule is letting them stick around. 2A girls rankings as of noon today. San Carlos is still number one at 9-0. We'll get back to that. Bisbee's number two. St. John's is three. Valley Lutheran is four. Camp Verde, five. Leading Edge Academy is six. Phoenix Christian is seven. Phoenix Country Day is eighth. Globe is ninth. And Glendale Prep is ten. Pima fell from number three all the way down to number 11 after their second loss, but to a much bigger Sholo. So, but the interesting thing is, you click on San Carlos. Everything's digital now, so we don't have papers around here anymore. Um, so December 20th, San Carlos beat San Miguel 94-6. to Before that, they beat Miami 89-9. to And then January 7th at Globe lost 66-58. Yet this morning, when the new, when the new figures were ran, San Carlos still sits 9-0. How does that happen, you ask? I've not got an official answer, but I'll give you my opinion because I this is what I believe. I have a, and I have a request into the AIA, but uh, the media contact is on vacation at the AIA, so I don't know when he'll see his email. But my guess is it's up to the home team AD to put the score in of the game. And with the basketball season, the PowerPoints update every day. There has to be a cutoff. So my guess is San Carlos didn't put, or excuse me, Globe, because it was at Globe, didn't put the scores in until after whatever that cutoff was. So the computer grabbed all the numbers, and they were still undefeated. Uh, So when they run again tonight, my guess is that San Carlos will drop from number one um, because they'll have that loss. That's just my guess of what happened. Several people have sent me a message and asked me, and that's just my, my opinion. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but... Or maybe the scores and put it wrong. Maybe they really didn't lose. I don't know. I haven't been able to verify that. And the 1A PowerPoint for girls basketball, St. David number one, Salome number two, Baba Kivri is three, Rock Point four, St. Michael five, Mugion six, Valley Union seventh, the Fort Thomas girls are eighth, ninth at is Williams, tenth is San Pasquale, and the Duncan girls sit 22nd in the 1A power rankings. On the boys' side... Starting with the 1A, the Gregory School's number one. North Valley Christian, a brand new school, is number two and seven and zero. Bobby Kivery is three. Fort Thomas Boys sent number four at six and one in PowerPoint games. Then Rock Point, then Patagonia. Welcome back, Lobos. Patagonia was good in the late nineties. Y'all have stories about those guys. They beat us up and down the floor. Uh, Duncan was is number seven. San Pasquale is eight. NFL Yet is number nine, and St. David sits number ten. Mojave Accelerated is eleventh. Nobody else uh, from the area in the 1A. Um, 34 teams in the 1A basketball this year. Uh, 2A boys rankings as of today. St. Augustine, number one. Glendale Prep, number two. Altusay is number three. Phoenix Country Day is fourth. 
Scottsdale Christian is fifth. Trivium Prep is sixth. Tonopah Valley is seventh. St. John's is eighth. Pima fell from number two to number nine after their loss to Sholo last night. Rancho Solano Prep is tenth. Gilbert Classical is eleventh. Chandler Prep twelfth. And Thatcher Eagles moved up one spot from 20th to 19th after their win at Marinci last night. I think a lot of people were surprised uh, to see Thatcher at number 20 when the new rankings came out. But I should have started the rankings with this. Everybody is trying to figure out where they are. So they look at the Max Preps ranking. Max Preps keeps rankings all year long. And Max Preps uses every game that you play into their formula. Regular season, tournament invites, postseason. AIA only uses regular season games. So all these tournament games that teams played over the Christmas break don't count in the AIA PowerPoint rankings. So if your team just won nine straight over the holiday break, those don't count in your rankings. So you're going to come out and you're one in three in PowerPoint games and you're going to be low. That's kind of what happened to Thatcher. Um, in PowerPoint games, they lost to Safford, who is uh, down the has, – that's Safford's only PowerPoint win. And they lost to Florence. They beat Bisbee and Wilcox, beat Push Ridge, lost to Valley Christian, and then beat Marinci last night. So they're just, you know, 500 in PowerPoint games. So they'll, uh, they'll, have, a, they'll have a chance to, uh, to get back into it, but, you know, that's a long way to go. And that's the, you know, if you get hot during those holiday tournaments, that's the time to, um, you know, turn it into to game to wins down the stretch in the league uh 3a boys page is number one valley christian is number two valley christian had a cl- clean sweep of the gila valley last weekend they beat Fri- uh, safford on a friday night 48 to 40 and then they blew out thatcher the next night um as after they stayed the night I, a lot of those valley teams i saw on social media over the break did that instead of going to tournaments uh, they played powerpoint games but they went on the road. ALA Queen Creek went on the road to the 3A North and played all um, the the teams in the 3A North and stayed the night. I mean, those private schools have the funds to be able to do that. I know that. Don't I'm not trying to compare them to public schools, but that's not a bad option. If you've got the funds to do that, go out and play the other teams that you're going to see later on in the year instead of going to a tournament and playing teams that you may not see uh, later. Anyways, ALA Queen Creek is number three. Winslow is fourth. Holbrook is fifth. Chin Lee is 6th, Santan is 7th, Paradise Honors is 8th, Snowflake is ninth, and Sabino is 10th on the boys' side. Safford sits down at 28th. They are 1-4. And, and their PowerPoint, uh, their, their second half starts Friday night at, at Thatcher. It's a tough run, so check out this run for Safford to start 2020. Well, they lost to Valley Christian at home on the 3rd, but they're off until the 10th, so a full week off. At Thatcher, at Tanca Verde, at San Carlos, at Catalina, home against Blue Ridge, home against Sabino, at Pima. Wow. That's their month of January. There is, I don't think there's any gimmies in there. Maybe at Catalina. But other than that, there is not a gimme in the bunch in the month of January for Safford. They're going to have to really turn it on. Um, as they've lost three PowerPoint games in a row, five of their last six, including the Eastern Arizona College uh, tournament. So they're going to have to find some wins. Could be a tough stretch for the Safford Bulldogs. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll also talk about some other things that happened over the Christmas break. The infamous 
hip check in the Phoenix Christian Fort Thomas game. We'll give you the, uh, the latest I have on that. Uh, and we'll talk about Eastern Arizona College tonight coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us. Our first show of 2020. 2020. No flying cars. Nope. But we do have selfie sticks and blankets with arms. I mean, scary. All right. Um, I'm going to briefly touch on the incident since we haven't had a show since it happens. During the Chandler Prep holiday tournament, um, there was an incident regard between Phoenix Christian and uh, the Phoenix Christian coach and a Fort Thomas player. Um, the video started coming into me late. It was a late game, uh, and I'm I'm going to be truthful. I started getting a bunch of notifications at about nine nine fifteen, and at some point you have to shut off, right? I mean, anybody that's I don't you know, there's not a lot of you that worked have worked in this field, but you know you go home from work and you're done. So I was starting to get notifications, and I'm like, I'll look at that tomorrow. Well, then they just kept coming and kept coming. So I opened it, and it was this video of a Fort Thomas girls basketball player being hip-checked by what appears to be the head coach of Phoenix Christian. So I contacted Coach Haas at Fort Thomas. I said, hey, is this what happened, how it looked? He says, yeah, it's, that's, uh, there's no sugarcoating it. That's what happened. I was like, man. And uh, so he said he tried to stay and talk to the coach afterwards. Um, she talked to him, but uh, was not remorseful about the incident at all. So I was like, huh, that's too bad. Uh, so I thought on it, and I thought on it. I said, you know what? I'm probably going to share this on social media. So I did, and it just blew up. And, you know, there's people going. And most of the people were like, oh, that's terrible, Will you this, that, and the other. Uh, it was the holiday break. Nobody was at, nobody was at school. Uh, so then the next morning, I think it was a Friday morning. It was the the third, I believe. Yes, the third of January. I contacted Sean Lytle, who was the who was the athletic director at Chandler Prep. Super nice guy. Runs a great tournament. Eighty five teams in that holiday tournament. And this is my this is I'm going to say this publicly. We should hire him to run the state tournaments. There, I said it. Um, so. The uh, So I talked to him, and he said he was made aware of the incident. He saw the video. He had contacted the AIA and Phoenix Christian's athletic director. I was like, cool. That that was his statement. That, and uh, so he knew about it, contacted, made the, you know, made the proper contacts, went up the chain. And so then I contacted the AIA. They said pretty much the same thing. We've seen the video. Uh, we are trying to get in touch with Fort Thomas and Phoenix Christian. We haven't heard back from them, may, probably because it's the holidays. Okay. Uh, so I emailed the Phoenix Christian athletic director and asked him about it. He emailed me back, and I wouldn't say immediately, but within 10 or 15 minutes. says that he's meeting with his coaching staff, and he'll have a statement for us later that day. That was January 3rd. We now sit January 8th, 2020, with no response from Phoenix Christian. I got an email from the AIA two days ago saying they still haven't heard from Phoenix Christian either. That's starting to be worrisome now, um, that they haven't – they haven't responded to their governing body or uh, have at least a a blanket statement. So that's where we stand. We don't know anymore. Um, I will I will put in a phone call to, to Lee Haas later today and see if he's had anything. I didn't get a chance to do that before I went on the air. I'll see if he's found out any, any more information. 
and uh, if so, we'll, re- we'll 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 update it on Gila Valley Central and our social media platforms, or my social media platforms on Facebook over time with Lee Patterson, and on Twitter at Radio Guy AZ nine nine. So, um, so that's all we know. I mean, it was it looks it looks terrible. As an, I'm going to say this, as a coach, you cannot so. Brian Wright, the uh, the Casa Grande Dispatch, wrote an art a, a a column calling for her job, and in it he made a good point. If she had done that to an official or her own team, she would be in trouble. So why is she not in any more trouble doing it for to another person on the street? That's an assault. It it should be in the gym too. So we'll see how it's handled. It's not a good look. I, I am not a fan of what happened. Uh, I do want to know the whole story. Uh, and and update everybody when I know. So I will. Uh, we'll take one more break. When we come back, we'll preview EAC tonight against Mesa coming up. Welcome back to Overtime, Lee Patterson with you. As we mentioned, going to preview EAC tonight. Women at five thirty. Men at seven thirty tonight. The men's game will be here on KETO. Uh, both of the games will be available to watch on HilaValleyCentral.net by going to. Uh, KTO Sports Broadcast, but the men's game will be on the radio here as well at 7.30 tonight. Uh, Taking a look at the women's standings after games on Saturday, they all got back to action on Saturday. On the women's side, Central Arizona still on top of the league at 7-0. Mesa coming in tonight is 6-1 on the girls' side. Phoenix College is 5-2. They beat Eastern uh, ended up being pretty handily on Saturday. Cochise at 4-3, Eastern at 4-3 right now. Eastern is 11-4 overall here's the interesting thing coming into that game saturday on the women's side phoenix college was four and ten eastern was ten and four phoenix won by double digits but they're five and two in the league all five of their wins for phoenix college are league games interesting uh safford graduate dion abelos has been starting for uh the lady gila monsters she did uh, the last three games at least so um some local flavor to that one as well tonight on the men's side Eastern Arizona having a pretty good season. They are 13-2 and after their win Saturday against uh, Phoenix. Uh, they are tied with Mesa Community College for the number one spot in the league. So tonight's uh, men's game will be for top, the top spot on, in the Division One side. Scottsdale is at 14-1, and 6-1 in the league, and they've won nine in a row. They are Division Two though, so Eastern doesn't have to worry about them in the, for the playoffs in the postseason. But Mesa's number one, Eastern's number two right now, Arizona Western's number three, and Cochise is number four. So that is the way it rolls out. Uh, Eastern is led by Nate Pollard Jr., double-double machine. Also downtown, Jalen Brown shoots nearly 50% from three. Those guys are fun. If you haven't come out to see them, come out and see them. But the gym will be full tonight for another reason. Uh, one of the starting five for the Mesa Thunderbirds, you may have heard of him. B.J. Burries, the state's all-time leading high school scorer. He is, uh, has been starting for the Mesa Community College Thunderbirds. He averages 11 points a game. He grew up on the San Carlos Reservation. He went to Globe High School. And I have heard from several people that there will be a lot of people there to watch him play tonight. So um, it should be a good environment. The students aren't back, so uh, it's not usually loud when the students aren't there. But if, if it's packed tonight, it should be a fun environment. I've talked to several people that are coming just to see how. And here's my, here's my, here's what I want to see B.J. Burry's. Also, the last time I saw Burry's play was when Pima beat him in the playoffs last year, and Judd held him. You know, not to scoreless, but to only a few points. I want to see how he has adapted to college basketball play. 
So we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting. Tonight, 7.30. Women at 5.30. Men at 7.30. Also, Gila Valley Wrestling Invitational over at Safford High School starts in an hour. Go check it out. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tonight. Hope you're doing well in the new year. Goodbye. 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 Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.